Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your relationship specialist and host, Daiya Six. I guess it's my time to get on the mic, huh? Can I rap? <laughs> no, I cannot. You guys, how are you doing this beautiful day? Listen, I'm wishing everybody love, peace, truth, freedom, blessings, all of the, all of that good stuff. Guess what? I don't have anything to report to you all. Most of the time I have something to report to you um, based off like my experience of the week or my experience. And I'm just like, you guys, guess what happened? But guess what? It was a great week. Things is happening. Uh, Miss Indigenous is on its way the beauty pageant yay everybody's like wondering like what's happening with that that is literally like right around the corner yes and we're going to be taking independent artists with feel good frequency music so all of you independent artists if you think your music rock you gotta come you gotta come to hrt radio and let us support you right all of this great stuff but guess what we have a really good show today and i know you guys are saying that yeah get to today's topic okay fine y'all so nosy (laughs) today's topic is your relationship with this ease and see my question is this do we need to understand humanity and disease by returning back and looking through the eyes of nature we're all around in nature but we kind of forget that nature is our home and our home provides us everything that we need yes because we have forgotten we or shall i say we've gotten away from all of that and should we still be afraid of symptoms and conditions and disease that we encounter these days or are we educated enough to reverse any occurring or any physical malfunctions And why do certain people develop certain illnesses and others don't? How do we attract disease? Are you guys with me? Is there a connection when you get sick on any level? All of these questions. Also, we're going to discuss a bit about weight gain. Is gaining weight more biology or is it psychology? Ah, we're going to have all of this because guess what? We have a guest that can start us off on the right foot. And she's here to help us comprehend and discuss the most important pieces that people are missing when it comes to their health. Find out who it is in just a moment. And lastly, we have a couple of Dear Diane letters from a few of you. Yes, HRT community members. And we're going to see if we can answer some of your questions about your health. All of this waiting to be discussed. Roy, I need that. Hey, hey, hey. Biological cells, first of all, are alive and thriving. Whether they are thriving in our favor or not, they have their own language which is used to communicate with each other. They need this language to be able to form intact tissues and fulfill their specific functions in the body. Yes. So we're going to focus on why this happened, why some people do not develop conditions and they don't exercise. They don't eat right. They don't take vitamins or minerals. Then you have others 
who never exercise, they smoke until the break of dawn, drink until they're happy with no conditions, right? So our guests can help us out. Now, after over a decade of studying in the world of natural health and five years in like active chiropractic practice, this doctor discovered the paradigm shifting work that completely changed her approach to health and healing. And the more she studied and incorporated it into her work, the more impressed she was by both its diagnostics accuracy and its therapeutic power. And she is a chiropractor who specializes in transformation mindset and health coaching based upon the principles of, this is what we're going to talk about, you guys, German New Medicine. You don't want to miss this. Because we're bringing you another show. Your parents, friends, and average doctors just can't tell you. Let's decode the language of disease, shall we? Get your mind together to receive information from Dr. Melissa Sell. Dr. Sell, how are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on today. Well, you know what? I had to have you on today, okay? Because let me tell you why I had to have you on. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. I am in love with all of these beautiful doctors on earth who are changing lives, you know, and they're going against the grain because the grain is, let's see, spoiled. Oh, there Mm. we go. The grain is spoiled. We can't even consume it anymore, right? Mm. And we know this based off of the conditions, based off the experiences, based off the outcome of what is being done. So we're going to talk about what you are already talking about, like on your YouTube channels and things like that, called German New Medicine. A lot of people still don't really understand and know what it is. I'm going to explain later how I know what um, German New Medicine is. I want you to become transparent to our listeners so that they get to know you a little bit better. Let's tell everyone how you got introduced. Well, first, let's tell everyone what you do. And then we'll, then I'm going to ask you how, well, we already know, how did you get into German New Medicine? Go for it. Yeah, so I, uh, like you mentioned at the beginning, I uh, was in holistic coaching. So I was a chiropractor. I am a chiropractor, working with people, changing their nutrition, you know, helping them start exercising and detoxing. And I love that work. And I still think that's very important work. But there was always that piece that was missing, like you mentioned, with people, the people who did everything right, um, but then were had a shocking diagnosis. And then on the other side, people who did everything wrong health wise and were thriving. And so there was always that piece that was kind of missing. And one fabulous day, I uh, came across the work of Dr. Hammer in German New Medicine. And I was shocked because I had been in the natural health world for 10 years and I had not ever even heard a peep of it. No one's ever mentioned it. And um, I I was listening to a podcast and someone mentioned it and I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? And um, what I found just totally shocked me. And if you are brand, brand new to this information, will probably shock you too. It was, it's about this German medical doctor who um, in the late seventies, his, his son was shot and ended up dying. And it was a very shocking thing. His son was 17 years old. And then after the death of his son, he developed testicular cancer. And he, he found this to be a very strange occurrence. You know, there was a disease in his family, no cancer in his family. And so yeah. he started asking questions and he started researching and he started studying. He worked, um, 
in, in oncology units, we had access to p- uh, patients who had, had cancer diagnoses. And so he started talking to them and he started seeing patterns, noticing that certain people got certain cancers and other people got different cancers. And he started mapping out this entirely new understanding of the human body, of human biology. And what he discovered is that Diseases like cancer um, and other diseases, they are not errors on the part of the body. The body isn't making a mistake like we formerly thought. We thought that either the the genes have made a mistake or the immune system, the immune system is breaking down. And we thought, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with the body. We've got to get this cancer out of here. He found Mm -hmm. that cancer is actually uh, a biological program that Mm -hmm. has developed for our survival. And so it's a completely, complete 180 from everything that we thought we knew about health. And so it really just was like, oh my goodness, I've got to learn everything I can about this new model. Mm, yeah. And you know what's so funny about that? And this is why I fell in love with him. Because, you know, you guys know I have, I, you know, I have a um, psychology background, uh, veterinarian background, hypnotherapy, all this stuff. Right. And one thing that I've noticed a lot of times when people get sick, they go, oh, my goodness. And they panic. They go into this this array of panicking. And I always tell my clients and my listeners, when your body shows you a symptom, that means your body is working. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when your body is working. And and it's all it's saying is, hey, pay attention to this. As long as that heart beat is still going, that blood is still flowing, trust me, you have a, a chance of reversing anything. That's just your body just going, hey, look at this, you know? And it's our responsibility to, of course, pay attention to it. Now, now I want to go into this because um, how did I come across Dr. Hamer? Oh, I remember I was watching an old school. This was like in the, I think it was early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to try to get the information from you guys, or at least have it on HRT radio on um, how I got him. But there was a group of doctors that um, said that uh, there was, uh, they, they aligned all these doctors that were healing cancer. And he happened to be on that list. So, of course, I did my investigation on all of these doctors because, of course, I started salivating when, you know, I came across their information and got excited. And I just want to explain this to you all so that you guys have an understanding of exactly what this man did, because um, a lot of people will, you know, say, oh, well, you know, he was arrested. So if he was arrested, then, of course, he did something wrong. Uh no, not at all. Okay. So Dr. Hamer said that each cancer, of course, is the result of a deep psychological trauma that is not completely resolved by individuals, right? But each tumor is formed. And then when it's formed, it's manifested with its own pathway of success. And I always say success of mirroring the energetic traumatized experience. So Later, this is what happened. There was a letter that was signed by psychiatrists. It was signed by chairman of of, of the commission, um, scientists. Um, did I say scientists or psychiatrists? Either way, both uh, vice chairmen. And they all signed on this letter, which was submitted in September of 1998. And I remember just, I had just started veterinarian medicine and I came across this information and this was in the nineties, you guys. And this is what the letter said. Check this out. Okay. It says we have the greatest respect to Dr. Hamer, ethical and untiring commitment and his new holistic patient approach in view. All of these factors, we are of impression that the new medicine, excuse me, new medicine should urgently be followed up and put to use. 
This is what all of these psychiatrists, psych, uh, um, uh, scientists, chairmen, all of them signed on to. Now, with that being said, despite of all the supporters and large movements on his behalf, so many people from around the world came to support him. And I'm going to tell you guys exactly what happened with this whole movement. And then we're going to hear more from Dr. Sale because she's going to help us understand Dr. Hamer, um, Dr. Hamer and um, his approach to healing the body. All right. Not theories, because we're going to go into that, too, Melissa, the theories versus the law. OK. And then we also have the Dear Diane letters. You guys stay with us. Stay tuned because we have so much more to talk about. Stay connected with Daia 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Bringing information your doctors, friends, and parents can't tell you. Only on HRT Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty. And the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. Need relationship advice? Send your letter to Dear Daia, your relationship column. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. So we're going to go ahead and start decoding diseases, you guys. Now, listen, before we went on a break, for those of you that who are just tuning in, we have Dr. Melissa Sell, who literally practices and understands the German new medicine, what we're going to um, continue to speak about today, because we're going to help everyone kind of understand why things happen to the body. And so before we went on a break... I was explaining that there was a large movement on Dr. Hammer's behalf from people coming from all around the world, plus scientific evidence. And the medical institutions never took his evaluation seriously and proceeded to revoke his license, which led to, of course, harassment and finally an arrest in Spain by the European authorities. Now, why did this happen? Because he advised citizens on the curative methods that they should follow. And then he spent over a year. Actually, I think it was it was um, 19 months to be exact in prison. And later, he, of course, he became a true citizen, but was told that he could not practice medicine or give any theories or advice, which has the potential of helping thousands of people from around the world. This is the stuff that we come across here in America. OK, so we're getting ready to play a clip. And when we play this clip, we're going to have Dr. Um, Sale help us out with these understandings. Roy, let's go ahead and do it. Dr. Hammer has mapped out 
five biological laws. And he calls them laws because it's not just theory. Every single case that he went through, he found that these laws work consistently among every single patient every single time. And that's what makes it a law. As soon as there is an exception, it's no longer a law, it's a theory. And that's why everything that we have now in modern medicine, it's theory, it's not law, because it doesn't happen across the board every single time. And that's one of the most frustrating things for people when it comes to something like cancer. You see people who, you know, by the book, they do all the right things, they eat all the right foods, you know, they exercise, they do all this right stuff. And so that, you know, by the standard um, understanding should be perfect. That should be, prevent them from ever developing cancer. But those people will develop cancer anyways. And then just the opposite. We have people who do everything wrong by the standards, and yet they never develop cancer. And so that's where these theories just kind of throw you for a loop and leave people, leave people like you and me, leave the individual in the state of fear because you can feel like you've done everything right. But because these are theories we're working off of and not laws, we don't really know at the end of the day and we just kind of hope and cross our fingers and hope it's not going to be us. So with Dr. Hammer and the five biological laws, he takes into consideration things that medicine doesn't take into consideration, like the specificity of your unique perception and view. Oh my goodness, Melissa. <laughs> that was an awesome take on that. Do you understand? I thought that that was remarkable. And why do you think that we should not fear disease? We should not fear disease because we do not. Well, the thing is, is we need to understand it. And mm -hmm. it is, it's totally natural when you don't understand something to be afraid of it. If it seems random, if there's no rhyme or reason, if you can't map out why it's happening, it, it, there is this level of fear because it could hit you at any time. But what Dr. Hammer has done with the discovery of the five biological laws, it allows us to live without fear because now we understand. Uh, we understand why um, tissues adapt, why the tissue changes. So if there's a lump in your breast, there's a reason that it's there. If you have gallstones, there is a reason that those gallstones developed. And when you understand the body from this perspective, you can absolutely be confident and rather than living in fear, you say, oh, my goodness, I can map this back to the moment that I had this conflict shock when I was caught off guard, when I was surprised by this, this news or this diagnosis, and that scared me, and I understand why my body did what it did. And when you understand why your body's doing what it's doing, you're not panicking or freaking out or scared about it, you can take this level-headed approach of let's, you know, do what I can to help myself through this healing phase and prevent it from happening again in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, how much is it like when you, when you do develop a breast, you know, like a bump on your breast, like you had mentioned, you know, how much of that is, you know, what you've eaten, or how much sugar intake versus the laws or the five biological laws that Dr. Hamer talks about. 
And this is why this information was such a radical transformation for me, because I used to teach people that it had everything to do with your diet and that, Mm -hmm. you know, your body's always creating cancer cells. This is kind of the story that I understood and that when you eat things like sugar, it depletes your immune system and then cancer can grow and then you eat sugar and uh, it feeds the cancer. I believed that that was true um, based on the model that I was living by. But when I learned Dr. Hammer's work, I, I discovered that it actually has nothing to do with your diet. The development of a lump in the breast has everything to do with whether or not you experienced some type of shock, some type of uh, emotional, biological, shocking situation. Um, So a great example of this, just to kind of illustrate if you (laughs) might be like, what is she talking about? So (laughs) let let me give an example so that you can start to understand. So what Dr. Hammer found was that when you are caught off guard in a shocking situation, your body has built-in programs to adapt your tissues to help you better survive and overcome the shocking situation. And, and so that is what we call disease are these tissue changes that are taking place. So the body will do something, it will change tissues. And then it also has a plan to bring the tissues back to their normal state. So an example of this would be, let's, uh, let's go with the, um, the breast cancer or the, the breast changes. Um, when you experience, when a woman experiences a nest worry conflict. So, uh, let's say, you know, a mom's standing out on the corner and she's she is, you know, checking her phone for something and her child was holding her hand and the child bolts across the street because she saw a little kitty cat and the child gets hit by a car. That is a shocking, unexpected um, situation. And she's got to right. call 911 and the child is, you know, possibly unconscious or bleeding and, and the mother is panicking and freaking out. Um, She's got this worry for a member of her nest, her baby, her child. Mm -hmm. And so every moment while the child's in the ambulance and the child is in surgery, all of this is going on. The woman is having this, this, um, this shocking experience. Tissue wise, her body is making adaptations and this, it depends on the individual perception of the person. So not everyone who experiences this type of uh, situation will have this particular type of conflict, but some people might. And so Mm -hmm. what will happen is the breast uh, gland. So the part of the, the breast that produces the milk will proliferate. And so that means it will grow. That means a tumor or excess cells will grow in the moments that the woman is in panic. And the biological purpose of this is to provide extra nourishment for the person that is in danger, for the member of the nest that um, the woman is worried about. And so when you think of it from a biological perspective, these um, these biological programs it, it developed and existed at a time when you know you couldn't just run to the corner store and get you know some fluid for your dehydrated child or that mm-hmm. was about to bleed out or take them to the hospital. This is at a time when you're in the middle of nowhere and your 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 offspring is bleeding and dehydrating by the moment, and the woman's body has a physical ability to produce nourishment, and so it does this in an enhanced way by proliferating the breast gland tissue. And now the the program runs so deep that it doesn't matter whether the woman is um, even has a a child because you could have this type of conflict over a, a pet or another type of loved one. But the point is is that the body has these in 
built programs. And so that is what the proliferation of tissue. So it doesn't matter whether the woman was eating sugar or not eating sugar. This biological program will occur if the person experiences this unique type of conflict. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, no. Seriously, it really does make sense. And that's why I wanted to bring you on because I talk about this on the show and I needed someone to back me up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So what do you think is the most important piece that people are missing when it comes to their health? Like, is it the understanding or what do you think? Yeah, it's the understanding that your body is on your side, that you're not in this war against your body. Um, your body is not doing things to harm you. And so that's the thing is a person who doesn't understand, you know, this is an old version of myself. If, you know, if I thought I had a lump in my breast, I would be so scared that there was this, you know, this evil malignant lump in my breast and it, yeah. and it, you know, and we get so scared of things like metastasis that not only is it here, but it could spread all over your entire body. And your first thought is destroy it, get it out of me. I do not want this. But when you can understand in a greater context why your body is doing what it's doing and that it makes sense from a biological perspective, again, you don't have to live in fear. You don't have to make radical decisions about your health that could have other, you know, unintended consequences down the line. And so you you can have this level-headed approach. You can look at your options from this place of calm. I understand this. And, you know, some people still decide to have, you know, like a surgery. But when you have surgery from a place of this makes sense to me, I understand why this is happening versus panic and fear and worry, that I think is the biggest missing piece when it comes to health is realizing that your perception, the thoughts that you think, the beliefs you've been programmed with, you know, what you believe to be true about your body uh, is extremely important. And your emotions send a message to your nervous system about the safety or danger of your environment. And so if you're living in a state of chronic fear and worry and anxiety, you know, that's sending your body a certain message. And so when you pay attention to the mental and emotional aspects and unresolved conflicts from your past. And you start seeing, oh, you know what? This is why I have this ongoing psoriasis issue or this ongoing chronic pain. It's because I'm chronically in a state of self-devaluation. I'm always beating up on myself. I'm Mm -hmm. always giving myself a hard time. And my body is responding to that. And so when you start paying attention, you learn the language of your body. Like you said, you decode what your symptoms are telling you, you can get on the same page with your body. You can stop the war against your body and you can figure out what's the best path for moving forward. Mm -hmm. Now, what about someone that, you know, sometimes when people get cancer and it is like what they say, uh, the, the, the fourth stage or the third stage, and it's like, oh my goodness, how do you think people should handle that? Especially when they are seeing their whole body deteriorate quickly. And that, and, and it really, it depends on the unique situation. So we'd have mm-hmm. to look at what is the specific type of, of cancer that you're mm-hmm. dealing with. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you in the conflict active phase or are you in the healing phase? Are the symptoms you're experiencing the result of ongoing, um, stress, sympathetic, 
nervous system activity or are you in the parasympathetic healing phase? And so it's, it's having that calm state of mind. It's like, okay, I can, I can work with this, you know, being willing mm-hmm. to work with where you are because panic is never going to help you. Freaking it's, never out about help. Some, yeah. it's never going to help you. Mm-hmm. And so finding um, some firm footing, finding someone to talk to, to help you begin to make sense out of this diagnosis instead of jumping into extremely radical um, procedures, you know, you okay, can, doctor, you've doctor got Sal, time. Hold on, yes. Dr. Oh. Sal, hold on, because we're going to come to commercial breaks and okay. when we come back, maybe we can talk about the healing phase, you guys. Maybe we can kind of go into that a little bit, then maybe the five biological laws. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stay connected with DIEA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Bringing love, beauty, diversity, and relationship awareness on HRT Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally. Come create value and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. On HRT Radio Rotation. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Yeah, so right. we need, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's okay. We're back. Go ahead, girl. You you want to go ahead and uh, co-host the show? What you got to say, Dr. Sam? Yeah, well, I was just going to jump right back into, uh, you know, so depending on where you are coming into this information. So when you are caught off guard in a shocking situation, your body has built-in programs to adapt your tissues to help you better survive and overcome the shocking situation. Your body's on your side when you're developing you know, this, this, this growth in your thyroid, it is because you are feeling too slow. You're feeling behind your body's trying to help you out. So that entire time there's tissue adaptation taking place. Then the moment you resolve the conflict, you met your numbers, you're good. You know, it's, you've resolved this. You're like a state of relief. Then your body shifts. It shifts from sympathetic activity, stressed activity to rest and repair activity. Mm -hmm. And so when you are in the rest and repair phase, this is when you feel, quote, sick. This is when you are fatigued and exhausted and feverish and, you know, you just can't get out of bed and you've got aches and pains and swelling and, 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 and headaches and stuff like that. That happens 
when you are in healing, when your body is repairing from the stress that you were in, when you were in conflict, then you resolve that conflict. Now your body is in the rest and repair phase. And so mm-hmm. that this law is so important to understand because when you feel sick, if you tell yourself, oh, I'm sick, I've got the, you know, that language, again, it's telling yourself there's something wrong with me. I can't do the things I need to do. Is this ever, you know, why am I sick again? The stories that we tell ourselves when we get into that state, when you understand the five biological laws, you say, oh, I'm in the rest and repair phase. My body, it's got, it's got work to do. My body has tissues that it needs to change, things it needs to repair. And so I'm just going to kick back and relax and allow my body to do what it needs to do. Now, yeah, yeah. 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 And you know what? That is so important to know, because most of the time when your body is healing, it's working so hard and so quick and so fast that it actually exhausts you. And that's why sleeping and and resting is so important. I don't know anyone that's six and have energy, (laughs) but there's a reason why energy isn't there the way the way, you you know, the way you the way you experience on a day to day life. You know that. and, And same thing with babies. And this is this is one thing, too, you know. Newborn babies are always, always sleeping. And why is that? Because their body is constantly repairing. The, the, the first year of their life, they're always asleep. You know, it, it doesn't slow down until they're uh, around, what, 10 months old, you know? And that's because the body is constantly repairing, constantly rejuvenating, constantly, you know, and the more your body does that, um, you know, it, it will, it can and will take energy. So sleep is always a good thing. Yes. What do you think about that, Dr. Sell? Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. the uh, the ability to rest is so powerful because yeah. if you if you have that story, oh, I can't rest. I don't have time for this. Again, there's something wrong with me. Then we turn to substances to try to, you know, give us the energy when really what we need is to understand why our body is in this state right now. Understand mm-hmm. the stress that we were in. Understand the conflict we were experiencing, and allow our body to do the work it needs to do to heal. Now, also during the healing phase, halfway through, we have something called the epicrisis, which is Mm -hmm. like the healing crisis where the body, this is actually very important too, is during this healing phase, edema, there's swelling. So Mm -hmm. when you are in healing, there's water accumulating uh, on the tissue level and then also in the brain. So this is when you get that pressure and you have that headache because the body is healing. When there's swelling, that means you are in the uh, rest and repair phase. And halfway through that healing process, the body does a big squeeze. And so this is when you might get a, a really bad headache, you uh, muscle cramping, twitching, things like that. The body is squeezing out the healing edema that was there during the healing phase. And so that's a very normal part of the process. Now, um, there are certain biological conflicts that the healing crisis is, in fact, a heart attack or a stroke uh, mm-hmm. that happens that that is what happens when the body is going through this intense healing of certain types of tissues. Um, and so this is just something that the more we learn, the more that we know, we're only at the very beginning of really understanding all of this and putting it to work. And I think that so many new discoveries will come when more people start adopting this way of understanding the body. Because the thing is, is like we've been talking about, this is a biological law. This isn't just an idea. Right. This is a repeatable fact of nature. Mm. And uh, once we've got people um, and <laughs> invest investigating this and researching, we will just learn, I mean, amazing, amazing new things and amazing new ways of helping people through 
the intense because the healing phase it's not a joke i mean it isn't it is intense if you've been in a conflict for a very long time your body has a lot of repair work to do and so it can be very difficult when you're in that depth of healing um to to keep a you know to to stay calm and to allow your body to do what it needs to do. And so the more we learn, the more uh, we will be able to help people through difficult healing phases. Now, um, moving into the third biological law, I'm going to be really brief on this one because it's very detailed, but basically it's a map of understanding why certain um, tissues will uh, proliferate or grow like a tumor during the conflict phase versus why certain cancers like in the bone Bone cancer is a loss of bone, so there'll be holes in the bone. And so that biological law maps out understanding exactly why which tissues do what they do when you're in conflict versus when you are in healing. That one is very detailed, and it's it's got a lot of... Um, it's rooted in embryology. So we talk about the embryological germ layers, which are the very most basic tissues. When an embryo is forming in the womb, there are certain tissue types. So the type of tissue that your skin is made out of is a different embryological germ type than the inside of your intestines. And so they behave differently during the biological program activity. Now, the fourth biological law is amazing, and this one will free you from so much fear. It's that things that we thought were causative, so bacteria, mm -hmm. viruses, fungus. Yeah. We used to think that, oh, my goodness, someone sneezed on me. I touched that doorknob, then I touched my face. Now You got done right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like, Ew. <laughs> We thought that the bacteria caused the, the sickness. We thought that the bacteria getting on us made us sick. But what Dr. Hammer found was that the bacteria are our helpers. They are our friends. What? And during the healing wait, phase... Wait, 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 Dr. Sell. Wait, 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 wait. We're not talking about our own germs. I'm talking about someone else's germs. I'm talking about all germs. What? No! That is so disgusting. So disgusting. Wait a minute. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pause right there because we're gonna come up on another commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about all these germs and how they help us out and how they work in our favor, how they're actually on our side. See, I guess we need to quit swiping germs away because that's all I do is swipe everybody's germs away when I know that they've sneezed and coughed. I'm like, oh, I'm walking across the street. Do you understand me? <laughs> you guys stay tuned. We're gonna talk about these germs that's supposed to be on our side when we come back. I don't even know if we're even gonna get into the dear Diane Letters, you guys, because she's giving just too much information. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of uh, Dr. Melissa Sell. More oh information goodness. on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Bringing love, beauty, diversity, and relationship awareness on HRT Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty, and the first to do it globally. Come create value. 
and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. On HRT Radio Rotation. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. So, of course, I'm getting ready to ask this question before we went on a break. Dr. Sale was talking about how germs are on our side. And I'm saying, heck no, right? Because I do not like people germs. We know when we get, you know, when people are sick and they're walking around, just like I was giving her an example. Dr. Sale was giving this example when we were on a break. When my son sneezed into my face, right, he he, he had a really bad cold. And I was sitting in front of the fan when he sneezed. It went in front of the fan, hit my face. I felt it the whole now. I looked at him. He looked at me and said, sorry, with his little cute self, right? <laughs> and at the end of the night, you know, he looked at me and said, whoa, mom, have you looked at yourself lately? You look horrible. <laughs> and I wanted to just take him. I said, yeah, young man, you did this to me. Like, literally, it happened that quick and that fast. So when you say germs are on our side, please explain to me why I shouldn't, why I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. So going back to that first biological law, like your perception of a situation. So the sneeze in your face did cause the chain reaction of events that led to you looking pretty sick. Yes. It's not in the way that you thought. It's not that the germ got on you and took over. It's that when you have a conflict such as a, this stinks or I can't swallow, this is disgusting to me, um, someone's germs, someone sneezing on me, me uh, bumping into something ooey gooey gross. We have a conflict in that moment. And so the body, it has a specific response to what you experience. So if it was a this stinks conflict because you're like, oh, the, the kids are sick, I can't get sick too. And this, you know, this whole situation, this really stinks or someone sneezes in my face and you think that stinks or, you know, even just being around odors that you find unpleasant can mm-hmm. cause a this, this stinks conflict. And during the active conflict, there is erosion or widening of your sinus passage. And so the, the body is adapting to you trying to um, deal with this stinky problem. And the, the biological purpose of that is to widen the sinuses because um, biologically, if you think back, why would anyone be, when you're, when you're thinking, hmm, this, what is that smell or this, this might stink. It's to ga- gain information about your environment. It's like, Oh, is there right. a predator? Is there a right. predator nearby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you are in that state, your body is like, Oh, we need to find out. So we need to widen the sinuses so we can uptake more of this scent. So we can, again, get out of danger if we need to, it's all about survival. And so yeah. once, once you kind of got over the, this stinks, you kind of like, we're like, you know, wipe the snot off your face. <laughs> you feel it a little better. <laughs> you're, the body sets to work at repairing the tissue that was eroded during the act of conflict. And it uses 
bacteria to help the reconstruction process or the deconstruction process, depending on which conflict we are talking about. And so that is why the bacteria shows up in the healing phase. It is there during the repair. And so it was not the causative factor in your illness, but it becomes as though, like, because of the way that we experience germs and the fear that we have about it, yeah. It seems it seems so much like, oh, no, it had to be the germ because I was totally fine. Then I got in touch with this or that person coughed on me or sneezed in my face and then I got sick. It seems so much like that's what's happening, but we're missing a part of the story. And so mm-hmm. when you have this other part of the story and what is this going to do? It's going to free you from bondage. It's going to free you from fear because before we're just like Lysoling everything, wiping everything down. Yes. We, we feel very vulnerable. And when you are feeling vulnerable to any germ or bug that could just kind of come your way, you are in a state of weakness. And so you're just kind of a victim of circumstance. And we want to be in a state of power. We want to be in a state of invulnerability. We want to be in the state of nothing. Like you could sneeze on me, cough on me. I don't care. I'm not going to get sick because I'm not going to have a conflict. Oh my goodness. That's how you prevent illness is by having more confidence in yourself and not feeling vulnerable to bugs and germs and things getting on you and, you know, bugs biting you and all of this, I do not fear that any longer because of this knowledge. And so instead of, you know, making sure everything is sanitized, I just don't care. And so I'm more lighthearted and I'm not um, subject to those previous fears, which means I'm not subject to those types of conflicts. And so I don't get them. Honey, I am going to have to work on that. So basically, (laughs) no, no, seriously, I do. I'm going to have to work on that. um, And and to tell you the truth, I mean, and the fact that you said that bacteria shows up in the healing phase, that is like, that is a bonkers. So in reality, your self-image plays a role on your whole health. And, yes. and, and we and everybody has the idea like everybody goes, oh, yeah, you whatever you think, whatever the thinker, thinker, the prover proves. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's hard sometimes to practice that in certain situations. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously, nobody would, you know, so, okay, so here's the thing. So then how do we develop the self-awareness and begin programming the mind? Because that right there is the tricky part. That is like the the primary work that I do with people is Mm -hmm. that that conscious reprogramming. It's, you know, we've been raised with these ideas from the time we were little. I mean, before we were even born, our mothers were while we were in the womb, our mothers were scared of germs and sickness and and disease and stuff. And so we've been programmed with this for such a long time. We have to go through that process of consciously reprogramming ourselves and saying, you know, this is what makes sense to me. This is what I believe. I'm no longer going to react. It's all about those those pre-programmed reactions. And when you start to consciously respond rather than unconsciously react to um, things that happen, this is how you can protect and safeguard yourself from, this is what the uh, disease prevention of of the future will be all about individual personal growth, self-awareness, you noticing, Ooh, I'm in conflict right now. Ooh, that caught me off guard. I am feeling overwhelmed. I am feeling worried. I am feeling rejected. I am feeling, 
feeling not good enough. And I need to be aware when that's happening. And I need to have, uh, you know, new thoughts to plant. I need to plant new seeds so I can get new fruit and I can express the health that I I desire. And so that's what I do in my work. I I do this in personal coaching. And then I also have an online program, um, several online courses, actually, that you can take that talk about specific conflicts. So if you're dealing Uh with an adrenal type conflict or a thyroid conflict, these programs, these um, online courses, there are videos to help you understand and uh, journaling prompts so you can journal through and work through guided meditations so that you can really just start implanting this and having this be your new paradigm, the new way that you see the world and process um, your, your health and your experience. Yeah. And you know what? That is so very important. And speaking of all of that, um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and, 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 and get a hold of these programs? Yes, you can find me. Uh, my website is drmelissasell.com, D-R-M-E-L-I-S-S-A-S-E-L-L.com. You can find everything there. I even do a 15-minute, free 15-minute info call so we can kind of see if you're interested in doing one of the programs or working with me personally, if we're a good fit for working together. And mm-hmm. all of that can be set up directly on drmelissasell.com. Yeah, and you guys know that HRTradio.com will also have her information as well. You just go to her show page um, and it would have some of her, some of her information, um, some of her links and everything that will link you straight directly to her. Oh my goodness. This, and you know what? This is really good information because it's really all about staying in um, a positive mental um, array because I guess whatever I guess that goes back to people saying, don't have negative thoughts. You know what I mean? Um, Because we all, oh, yeah, and here's a great thing, too, because the mind and body, there's a mind and body connection, right? That body always follows that mind, no matter what is happening. That body is always going to follow that mind. So with that being said, and even with Dr. Hamer, is it Hamer or Hamer? I've heard so many people say his name differently. I've heard Hamer. I heard Hammer. I heard so many things. What is the correct pronunciation of his last I name? I say Hammer. 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 Because okay. that's the more German way, I, I okay. think, because he is German. Hammer is mm-hmm. how it would be pronounced, yes. Okay, yeah. And and for those of you that who do, who do not know, he did pass um, in 2017. I was actually trying to get him on the show back then, but I know it was kind of, prob- you know, being in Germany and the whole night, even though we, you know, I interview people all over the world, but I so wanted him on my show so bad, mm, you know, that would have been great. <laughs> wouldn't that have been great? And I was just yeah. like, it's like so many of these greats are literally passing away and, and literally, you know, taking their next step upon earth, you know, and, and transforming. So I try to get to a lot of them while they're still here. Now we have a game because I want some of the listeners to kind of, um, kind of, uh, you know, um, Get to know you a little bit better. We have a game. It's called Never Have I. Do you want to play? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. So the game, you have 30 seconds to answer 12 questions. And all you have to do is say, all you have to do is respond. When I ask you a question, it says, you say, I have or I have not. Okay. Okay. Got now, it. this is when you know when you're at the end of the game, because I will say, if I had one wish, I would wish for, and then you tell me what that wish would be. Mm, okay. okay. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. So Roy, because we're coming up, we're coming up at the end of the show. Roy, are we ready? Okay, Roy, let's do it. Three, two, one. Never have I taken food out of the trash and eaten it. I have not. Taken part in a talent show. I have. Never have I made money by performing on the streets. Have not. Flirted with with my way out of a speeding ticket. Have. 
snoop through a friend's bathroom or bedroom without them knowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never have I shoplifted. Uh, I have. Jumped from a roof. <laughs> no, I have not. Ridden on an animal? I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Been, been arrested. <laughs> no, I have not. Shot again. Oh, my God. We were almost there. You had two more questions. Oh, my goodness. That was good. That was great stuff. You guys, listen. <laughs> We have we have Dr. Melissa Sale here who practiced new German medicine. You guys have to listen. You guys know I bring you guys the truth on this show. Go check out that information. You know, we're going to have to bring you back on the show because we didn't even get to do any of the Dear Diane letters. Some of the people wanted to, you know, have questions about their health or whatever the case may be. And you're so informative. And maybe you can kind of help people, you know. Um, get a, you know, an understanding of why some of these things are happening to, you know, to their bodies, you know, or whatnot. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do it again because I, I would love to help answer some questions. All right, you guys, we're coming up next 30 minutes past the hour. We have a borderline personality disorders. Ooh, are you in a relationship with someone with this condition? You guys know that this is the end of the show. And listen, I'm wishing everybody love, peace, truth, justice, and freedom. You know that's what I do. Follow me on Instagram, Daia underscore C-I-X-X. Don't forget to um, visit uh, our Facebook group page, Healthy Relationship Talk Radio Facebook group page. If you guys have any questions and concerns, you know, and also don't forget to continue you to send in your Dear Daia letters. This is the end of our segment. And of course, I have to ask Dr. Uh, Sell, um, Melissa Sell, do you approve the message that you have given as my co-host here on HRT? I absolutely do. All right. Well, you guys know, go over there and get that information. You do not want to like miss out on that information, you guys. It's life changing. You guys know I bring that. So I just want to wish everybody love, peace, truth, justice, and freedom. Um, Same place. Next week, same time, different guests, but you do have me. Uh Okay, I want to wish everyone love. You have anything to say? We got 30 minutes, Dr. Sale. 30 seconds, sorry. (laughs) I was going to say 30 minutes, another segment. Thank you guys so much. Check out Germany Medicine. You know, check it out on YouTube even. I've got a great long tutorial video that the the clip earlier was from uh, that will give you all of the basics. Right on, right on. Well, you guys heard that she approved this message. I approve that message. We approve this message. So guess what? This message is approved. See you later. Bye. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this week's Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Join us next week, same time. Same place as Daia continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy, face-to-face relationship living. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Also, search for Healthy Relationship Talk Radio on Spreaker, iTunes, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. Get videos, live shows, and member access of HRT Community by visiting hrtradio.com.